listening to Hamilton, Shot by Shot. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your co-host, Rose. And today we're reviewing the song... Satisfied. <laughs> okay, welcome back, Rose. Welcome back to you. So first we're helpless, now we're satisfied. Is that correct? Uh, well, I'm not satisfied until... I won't know if I'm going to be satisfied until we finish this episode. Ah, very good then. Well, let's find out. The song Satisfied is song number 11 on the track list. Mm-hmm. The start time on the Disney Plus version is 34 minutes and 59 seconds. Mm-hmm. And as always, our run times are approximate. It is approximately 5 minutes and 30 seconds long, eh? one of the longer songs. What do you say we just start talking about it? Unless you got anything up front you, you need to say about you know this song. Or, nope. Okay. All right. So last song, Helpless, was all about Eliza and meeting Hamilton, right? And falling in love with him. So now Satisfied is a bit of a flashback where it's it's post them getting married. So mm-hmm. it's 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 at the reception, but then it's all from Angelica's point of view, and we flash back to when Hamilton and Eliza first met. Mm-hmm. Which also, coincidentally, is when Angelica and Hamilton first met. Yeah. At least according to the story. We do know that they had probably met in real life um, years that. earlier. Mm-hmm. So Lawrence comes in with two glasses of champagne, one in each hand, stumbling in, very excited, very happily, introducing to the crowd the sister of the, of the bride, Angelica. Mm-hmm. So that's when the song kicks in where... It's like, to the groom, to the groom, to the bride, to the bride. Like, that's, that's what Angelica's saying. It goes, they, they do this several times. It's, it's, it's a toast. Mm-hmm. Angelica's giving a toast. You know, she's from her sister. And it's funny because, like, the, the crowd is kind of repeating what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's almost like a call and response type situation. Mm-hmm. Basically, the, what, is, what is the gist of her toast? She's basically saying that she's always by Eliza's side. Yep. And what does she hope for her and their union? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hopes that they're satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. I do like, though, when they say to the union, and then she says, because she's referring to the union of man and wife, you know, uh, Eliza and Hamilton, but no. Yeah. Then the crowd, the, the, the soldiers shout to the revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after he says, may you always, after she says, may you always be satisfied. It's like the chorus starts going, rewind, rewind. So we get this like, this like Wayne's World, doodle-loop, 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 and we get a flashback. Now we're back at, <laughs> why I'm getting a lot of eye rolls over here. <laughs> see, you didn't stick Wayne's World out long enough in order to see what I was referencing. But so- It wasn't as funny as you say it is. <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, some, of, some of our listeners will know exactly what I'm referencing. I doubt any of them will. <laughs> so, all right, we, we take our DeLorean back to when Eliza and um, Hamilton first met. But again, we're hearing this from Angelica's point of view. I kind of like that as a neat little, like, they do the rewind and, and, and things are spinning around her, right? Like the, the, the cast mm-hmm. is going around her. And like I, they're rewinding. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So then she, she gets into the story of her meeting Hamilton for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like it's her point of view. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she remembers that night. She said she might regret it for the rest of her life. Why do you think that she might have regretted that? Because she introduced Hamilton to Eliza, and I think she wanted him for herself. Right. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I remember those soldier boys tripping all over themselves to win our praise. But she said she, she spots Alexander, and she'll never forget the first time she saw his face. 
she said she'd never be the same. Intelligent eyes and a hunger pain fame. Now, I think last song we talked a lot about how they kept referencing Hamilton's eyes. Mm-hmm. And there's enough historical documents to say that he might have actually had some dreamy eyes that, that people <laughs> people were into. So here's, again, another reference to his eyes. Looking into his soul, I guess. You mm-hmm. know. She said when he said hi, she forgot her dang name. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. But she knew this wasn't a game. But Hamilton, you strike me as a woman who has never been satisfied. That's a weird opening um, line to meeting a woman for the first time. Yeah. Like, what if somebody just walked up and said, I don't think you've ever been satisfied. That would be weird. It would be weird, right? Mm-hmm. But she calls him out on that. She's like, um, I'm not sure I know what you mean and you forget yourself. Meaning, who are you to talk to me that way, sir? <laughs> you know, you forget who you are and 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 that you're being too familiar. Mm-hmm. We've just met. Yeah. Yeah. So she puts him in her place. But he's like, you're like me. I've never been satisfied. So he just wanted to say, look, we got a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, is that right? And he's like, yeah, I've never been satisfied. So she introduced herself, Angelica Schuyler. Alexander Hamilton, of course, mm-hmm. you know. She asked where he's from, his family specifically. Because that, I think that meant a big, that was a big deal to to somebody from status. They want somebody else from status so they're, they can kind of marry in the same kind of social, economic, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess, you know, setup or whatever. Knowing that he came from nothing and really has nothing, even though he's Washington's right-hand man at this point, he's like, it's unimportant. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he just blows it off, right? Yeah. But he's like, but there's a million things I haven't done, just you wait. So he's like, he's basically saying, I, I, don't worry about where I came from, who my family is, just keep an eye on me. I'm, things are coming. Mm-hmm. So Angelica just basically goes into how, you know, just where she kind of starts rapping, right? It's like mm-hmm. more of a like, I don't know if it's rapping, but it's more boom, 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 like rapid fire, I should say, right? kind of like rapid fire singing. She's talking about how, you know, he's a hell of a catch and she's never really met anybody who can match wits with her because as we see throughout the play and we've kind of i think we've already kind of established she's she's a smart cookie right Mm -hmm. yeah and we all know hamilton is a smart dude too Mm -hmm. right but it's she says it's um it's a feeling of freedom freedom of seeing the light it's ben franklin with the key and the kite you see it right do you know what he what she's referring to the ben franklin thing with the kite yeah what's what's uh what, what can you tell me about Ben Franklin offhand. I don't really know, but I don't really know. Okay. I've heard of it before, but I. I but do, I, don't I mean, really do you know, know who Ben Franklin is? Well, yeah, obviously. Okay. Everybody does. Is he on any of our money? I think so. I think he's on the hundred dollar bill. I think. Yeah, and he's one of our founding fathers. Mm-hmm. Signed the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. And he was, I believe, he was at the Constitutional Convention when they they did the constitution mm-hmm. uh i'll see but the whole key and a kite thing he was a, he was a, a smart dude he was a scientist right yeah uh do you want to hear a little bit about the the kite experiment sure okay and you do you know it has something to do with electricity yes okay you do can you tell me anything about the, the kite experience experiment before i go ahead and explain it no no okay well, apparently it's a, it was on June 10th, 1752, so well before the revolution. Basically, the story goes that during a, a thunderstorm, he flew a kite um, and to collect ambient electrical charge in a mm-hmm. Leyden jar. And basically, he just wanted to just demonstrate 
uh, lightning and electricity and how it can be uh, the connection between the two, really. According to this article from history.com, he was actually interested in electricity early on in his life in the 1940s. I don't know if he was really early on in his life. He was an older man by then, too. He's middle aged, probably. Did you say the 1940s? I did say the 1940s. I meant the 1740s. He'd be very old if it was 1940. <laughs> and we've had electricity by then, by that point, of course. But he, he would do, uh, he would conduct multiple experiments. But yeah, the, the, the story goes him and his son went out and had like a little, like a key on the end of a kite with like a, conduct, a conductive wiring and it mm-hmm. showed that it had a charge after the lightning struck it. Yeah. So, but apparently I didn't know this. A lot of the terms that we use today as far as electricity and stuff like that, has to, it was coined by Franklin. So mm-hmm. battery, conductor, and electrician. Those are some examples. So I just found that interesting. But that's enough on Ben Franklin. Let's get back to the song. Yeah, he's not even in this musical. <laughs> no, he's not, isn't he? He's mentioned once. Is this the only time he's mentioned? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I couldn't remember without without going through more of the songs. Uh, and we would just basically get Angelica singing more about her observations of, of meeting Hamilton about he's a bit of a flirt if I give him a chance, you know, or something like that. And then she said it. She was like, I asked about his family. Did you see his answer? So even she catches his avoidance of the answer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "He's." I, she noticed he started fidgeting. She knows he's penniless. He's flying by the seat of his pants. Again, he's just kind of, he's trying to fit in in upper society when he, he doesn't know what it's like because he doesn't come from that. Like somebody like Burr, we already talked about. He, he came from that, right? Mm-hmm. So he would, he, would fit, he would fit right in. But Hamilton was penniless and poor and an immigrant and just everything. So he, he had a, he's, he's trying to go from there. I think this is where she mentions that her father has no sons. Is this the right spot? Um, or is it a different spot? It's a li- I think it's a little further down in the song. Oh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, she said, because you're right. Cause she, well, it's a little further down, but she does say, I'm a girl in the world which my only job is to marry rich. Mm-hmm. My father has no son, so I'm the one who has to social climb for one. Well, she actually had like 15 or 14 siblings. And according to Google, it says she had three brothers, but I don't think that's accurate. Out of 15. Well, remember, a couple, of, like a lot, half their kids died. They died, yeah. So it's possible that she had a brother in real life, but by the time they came of age, where they would be able to either carry on the family name, family business, family land, titles, all that good stuff. Maybe she was the, the only one that was, you know, like like the sons weren't capable of doing that because they weren't around. Mm-hmm. That we never kind of looked into, right? So right. We, we can't say for sure. Well, I think we did once. But I think we do know that she, she did... She eloped, so it wasn't like the same thing of her, like, social climbing. I don't think it... Mm-hmm. The way they... but. For the story, purposes of the story, she loved him. It was kind of a bit of a love triangle between her, her sister, and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we do know in real life there was a, definitely a fondness and a mutual respect, but they never. It didn't make it sound like they really were truly like in love with each other, mm-hmm. just just fondly uh, appreciated each other. So but, go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say this is for story purposes, you know. So so they need a wedge. Why she couldn't be with him. First off, she recognizes that even though he's really smart and matches wits with her, she just does sense some of the 
potential problems with him maybe because he's you know uh again he's trying to social climb and she recognizes that but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that she doesn't like him anyways <laughs> she knows he's he's broken he's he, he sees her i think she mentions it in the song too that well he's looking for a skylar sister to marry up in society mm-hmm. she knows that but she's still like i like him anyways but she knows her responsibility to her family and she also recognizes that maybe it's not the best thing but she knows that her sister is already smitten with him mm-hmm. right so what were you gonna say now so angelica actually married john barker church and i think she only married him because he was rich i don't i think later in the movie she says that she's not actually happy with him yeah, so I, I think she really did only marry for money and that, that she says something about he pays for everything or something yeah. like that so yeah <laughs> Um, you know, they, they go to back, we get actually get this, uh, the scene again from, uh, I believe helpless where they, Hamilton and Eliza meet for the first time. This time, Angelica is the one, you know, kind of singing about it. And so she says, uh, he's a handsome boy. Um, but then she turns and sees her sister's face and she knows that, and then they, 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 she sings helpless. Like, so it's almost like, okay, so this is the part of the song that's now from the last song. And then we get the whole, you know, Skylar, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. And the whole, oh, it's worth fighting a war for you and all that good stuff. After she leaves Hamilton with Eliza, she, she kind of sings why she did it. Mm-hmm. I know my sister. She's very trusting. She's kind. If she says, if she, if she admitted that she loves Hamilton, she'll just know that. And she's really Angelica's. He's, he's Angelica's, I should say. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she said she's fine, but she's lying because she's just mm-hmm. nice like that. Yeah. But again, she talks about fantasizing at night about Alexandra's eyes. Like she can't get him out of her mind. So again, mm-hmm. all about the eyes in, with this guy. But she's basically said at least, at least by introducing him to her sister, she gets to keep him in her life and she can see those eyes and mm-hmm. you know and and be around him still, even if they're not meant to be together. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then it kind of jumps back to the present and they do the chorus again to the groom to the groom to the bride to the bride to the revolution. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they just again may you always be satisfied, and then they sing may be satisfied, and now she'll be happy as his bride, and I know you will be satisfied, and then she says I will never be satisfied because mm-hmm. it's like she's resigned to the fact that she's gonna have to marry for money and not love, mm-hmm. and she you know and and she you know basically loves Hamilton so she won't she missed out she missed the boat basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that your interpretation? Do you have any other thoughts about it? No, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Do you have any like behind the scenes or any information about this particular song? Anything you want to add? Nope. What about okay. you? Well, I did find a couple things about, about Lin-Manuel creating this. So Helpless and Satisfied were both already written before Lin-Manuel came up with the Schuyler Sisters song. So, these oh. were, so they were kind of written. I don't know if he wrote them back to back, but... He he had this already kind of in place. He said the song became a way to see the sisters in a non-romantic place and show off their intelligence. <laughs> and you think about it, Angelica especially, you, you you see how smart she is and how she's very adept at yeah. reading people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I get from this. Because I think we said about the Schuyler sisters is almost like they're boy crazy. They're just out there looking for cute boys in college, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, when we first meet them. And so like these two songs are more... Like meaningful, maybe. Yeah. And then, so the original name for Helpless was This One's Mine, the final version. Of course, 
we're not talking about helplessness is satisfied, but because yeah. they go they go hand in hand, um, this one's mine. And it makes sense because it's like that's what she said. This one's mine. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I like I like helpless better because she yeah. thinks about she's basically just helplessly in love with Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is again why now in satisfied Angelica's not going to be satisfied because she's doing what's right for her sister mm-hmm. and for her family, I guess. But um, the music for Satisfied actually came from a song Lin-Manuel wrote years prior with somebody named Karen Olivio for a project that never happened. So, mm. so you know, it, it, artists do that often. They'll they'll reuse or, or repurpose music from one project to the next. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's blatantly copying it. Like somebody named James Horner did the soundtrack to Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. But it's a lot of that music. No, or no, sorry, he did. He did do the Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, but he also did Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. But he also did some really crappy B movie. And the music for Wrath of, for um, the music for Search for Spock and the music for this crappy B movie are almost identical. <laughs> he just borrowed wow. it. Yeah. So it's you know, but it makes sense if you were working on you worked hard on a song, you want to put it out there. It didn't work in this one project, so now I'll, I'll put it somewhere else so it gets out. Yeah. I'm glad he did because it's a good song. Yeah. I mean, do you agree? Yes. Um, Definitely. I think Renee Goldsberry did an excellent job in this song. She, she, mm-hmm. She's another one that just knocks it out of the park every time she sings. Yeah. yeah. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. What about you? Uh, I would give it two thumbs up. Oh. We're not very consistent with our ratings, are we? <laughs> no. Yeah. I would give it. I would also give it like an eight or a nine easily because mm-hmm. it's a it's a good song. She does excellent. So yeah. Oh well. Well, speaking of, I saw I saw something before we were recording, and it was Jonathan Groff and Lin Manuel singing this song. Oh. They were doing some charity for. I think it's Lin Manuel has it. Immigrants get it done. I think that's the name of this charity he runs or something like that. It's like a fund. And so they were doing like a, a challenge. So so he was challenged. Jonathan Groff was challenged to sing "Satisfied," mm. and he was uh, he was doing the Angelica part. And he said, and he kept going. He was trying to channel. He's like channeling Renee, Renee, Renee. Like he was trying to be like her. So he starts <laughs> singing her version, Angelica's side, and Lin Manuel shows up as Hamilton, <laughs> and he's. Jonathan kept getting close to his face like he was going to kiss him (laughs) because he was like singing to him like he loved him, like like Angelica. And it made Lin-Manuel laugh every single time. It was very funny. (laughs) And they're like, donate to charity. (laughs) It's a pretty funny video. They're just goofing around. You can tell they like each other, you know, they're friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have any fun facts you want to get into before we wrap this episode up? Yeah, I couldn't really find that good of a fun fact. But Eliza, of course, didn't know that Angelica loved Hamilton. And I think if she did, then she probably wouldn't let them see each other as much. I could see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, because she she would have been, she would have thought Angelica easily could have stolen away. Mm-hmm. At least that's Angelica's fear, mm-hmm. right? Cause yeah. they, and she kind of says in the song. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, do you have any final thoughts about this song before we move on to the next one? Nope, except that I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good one. What is the next song, anyways? Uh, I is think it, it's the story of tonight reprise. It, it you are correct. It is story of tonight yeah. reprise. All mm-hmm. right. Well, good. We can. So first off, we have a flashback in this song, and now we're getting a a redo of another song mm-hmm. coming next. So this is the I guess the back in time 
mm-hmm. moments, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. So, so Rose, did this um, did this song leave you satisfied then? Yes. Okay. Do you think this episode left our listeners satisfied? No. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> they they will never be satisfied. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to Hamilton Shot by Shot. You can find us on Facebook at Hamilton Shot by Shot, on Instagram at Hamilton Shot by Shot, and Twitter at Hamilton underscore SBS. Boom. What? 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 What?